Welcome everybody to Drunk with Buds, a show about trying new beers with some friends and having discussions you would normally have at a bar. As always, we get all of our beer information from the Untapped app. That's U-N-T-A-P-P-D. You can now follow the show on there at Drunk with Buds. Today we have one of our favorite past guests, Casey Dillard, writer, actor, film savant extraordinaire. She'll bring us up to speed of what she's been up to since she moved to Chicago and share with us three beers from Untitled Arts, Weldworks, and Mortalis Brewing. Casey and the Buds will discuss Willow, Willow, Guardians of the Galaxy 3, the holiday special maybe, Indiana Jones 5, and pop culture. Honer takes us to the second city with a dive bar review, and Bruce Trivia brings back Family Feud. Get your ho 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 hoes on. It's enough of this setup. Let's get this shit going. Hit it. What's up, everybody? Honer is here again, and I brought my friend, Bruce. Hey, what's up? I'm a friend again. And we have an amazing guest returning with us, Casey Dillard. Hi, hi. Thanks so much for having me. No problem. I'm no so problem. excited to hear that I'm your favorite, although now I'm like, I got to go back and listen to even more episodes to hear how many people they've said that to. <laughs> <laughs> that means more listening, so that's I'm fine with exactly. that. Exactly. <laughs> that's all trap. I make sure to not say it a lot, so I make few people feel special. Okay. It's well, truth you. to me. I'm not Bruce. He likes <gasps> to suck up to everybody. No. I tell the truth. Bruce the truth. Speaking of thick, so the next one is Thick Hydra by Mortalis Brewing Company. So this is the first beer, everybody. Sour smoothie Ooh. pastry. 7% ABV. Not available. IBU. 431 check-ins, and it's 417 out of five average. Ooh. And this is a collaboration of Mortalis Brewing Company from Avon, New York, and Heavy Real Brewing Company from Microbrewery, or whoops, <laughs> Seaside Heights, New Jersey. And the style guide says, This fruit smoothie sour was brewed in collaboration with Heavy Real Brewing. It blends passion fruit, mango, blackberry, and funnel cake together to form just one of this monster's many heads. Keep your eyes peeled for even more flavor combinations. Thick, fruity, sweet, cookie, sour. Now, are you sure you're reading from the right one? Yeah. Okay, because I have one here from Thick Hydra from Mortalis that's collaboration with Claim 52. Yeah, I saw that too. And I also said Heavy Real, which is what the can says. Heavy Real? Yes. So, uh, fuck off. Oh. And so uh, we got a... This one is from <laughs> Citywide, right? This yes. a local? Local special. Yes, sir. Local special. Citywide liquors. Find that on the sound. Um, like whatever artist they hired to do the uh, the artwork for the can, they got their money's worth. That's great. <laughs> yeah, all of their uh, all the Mortalis ones have that like Greek myth like and mm-hmm. wireframe artwork. I was thinking of more like the old school gaming polygon. Yeah. Style. Well, or like a combination of the two. It's, um, I don't know, maybe this will make people like run to Google image search. <laughs> but 
<laughs> check it out. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful can art that's going to tie into a, a topic that we'll discuss later. But foreshadowing. Keep it under my hat for now. And it's funny because uh, anytime Mortalis does anything, it's usually a Hydra. I feel like, or they got like the Cerberus. Cibre- Cibre- it's all Greek, yeah. like Greek myth stuff. But it's like usually you see the Hydra. It's like okay, it's Mortalis, and then they just happen to be collabing with whoever. Yeah, we just recently had a Mortalis Mead collaboration. Yeah, with Gergis Day. So what's everyone think? I'm, I'm. Oh, oh, sorry. I didn't know if we were supposed to have poured it up and tried it. Oh yet. yeah, pour it up. That's okay. Oh, chug the shit out of it. Whoa, yeah. If you can. I don't know. It's too thick. Too thick. It does look kind of like like blood in a way. Yeah, it's they they're not misleading on the the thick thing. I think I'm tasting the funnel cake. Is oh that... yeah, there's a cookie likeness mm-hmm. to it. Um, yeah, it's very. Th- it's thick. a weird. It's thick a, on the tongue. Too. Yeah, it's a weird way to or weird flavors to throw into a cookie. I think that's what's throwing it off for me. It's all fruity and everything, and then you just taste the cookie spices. Yeah, it's a lot. It doesn't happen all at once. Um, I guess this is a. I guess this is a sipping beer because. Yeah. It's I, quite a bit to take in. Uh, now that I'm looking at it in the in the glass. I'm guessing that the different colors that these Hydra heads are spitting out are uh, maybe the flavors. Yeah, I think so. I think I agree with you. That, on that, that we're going to be experiencing because it is a pretty uh, like purple and spicy yeah. color scheme, both to the drink and the can. Sorry to keep going on about the art, but I bet the artist appreciates it. <laughs> yeah, I bet they do. Like this is oh, the art's pretty badass. I wish they would say who it was on here. Usually they do, but it must be somebody that actually works at Mortalis. Maybe Usually they hire out, outsource. It's like at the first swig, it almost tastes like a cider. I get, I get that. I, I and I, and then I start getting the more like sugary and cookie spice elements. At the end, yeah. I, I it, every sip is like a different fruit. Sometimes I get the passion fruit, and then the next time I do yeah. it, and you get the blackberry. Um, so it's like we're getting attacked by the three different heads, and, yeah. but not at once. Mm-hmm. It's just like, I, from the right, from the left. Oh, shit. Yeah, I feel like I'm getting head from <laughs> <Yeah>. all three. <laughs> it's definitely very thick. Oh, for sure, yeah. Um, I think the blackberry well, I like is it. the... I'm, like, I'm into this flavor. It's a lot. I think I everything know. about it is a hit, except for the blackberry cookie flavor I get. Oh, I don't like blackberries. I love blackberries. I love blackberries. Oh, two, of, two, two out of three ain't bad. Thanks, yeah. meatloaf. <laughs> All right. Oh, you guys got. I was gonna say you guys got nicknames now. (laughs) That's how much she's meatloaf. I was like, that's how much she's your favorite. She's she's my comfort. She's my comfort food guest. All this (laughs) can't go wrong with some good meatloaf. I'm gonna I'm gonna start putting that on my resume. I am the uh, the meatloaf of podcast guests, (laughs) and they can decide whether I am talking about the musician or (laughs) the staple of American cuisine. <laughs> if you guys heard any weird noises just then, it's because like I, I'm taking pictures of my cat who's decided to uh, drink the beer. Park it in front. <laughs> well, no, she's just observing the whole thing, but she's decided to do it belly up this round. Mm. So she's kind of laid out like hedonism, but from Futurama. Uh, 
being like, proceed. And we will proceed on to our first segment. Pop culture and ketchup with Casey Dillard. Where's the mustard? Woo! Well, you don't put mustard on a meatloaf, but you do put ketchup. Oh! oh. So, uh, Casey, bring us up to speed since you're last on. Last you were on, you were in Mississippi. M-I-S-S-I-S-S-I-P-P-I. He can spell. What's the I initials was, yeah, to that I- state? Honer. MS. Oh, yeah. sorry, dang it! I'm so hey, sorry. Hey, I, hey, really I like... wasn't. I wasn't gonna say MI because that's Michigan, so yeah. the, I might have said MP. <laughs> Honer is notoriously horrible at geography. Oh, gotcha. Um, so yeah, last time I was, uh, I, I think you guys like caught me in the middle of packing, and um. And my friend Glenn was with me, and we were, like, auditioning new people for our, well, my old improv team, his still current one. Um, And you'll be happy to know that the people from the auditions, I think most of the ones that made the team are still performing with it back in Mississippi. But, yes, yes, but I am am long since gone. Um, Moved up to... I'm in Cook County. I'm not actually in Chicago. Um, I'm in Brookfield, which is the zoo. It, it's just in the yeah. It's just in the West Chicago suburbs. Uh, no yeah, one, the zoo exactly. No one actually um, lives in Chicago. <laughs> oh, I can assure you, they do because <laughs> my buddy Daryl. Like everybody that I want to hang out with lives there, and it's a pain to get to them. Well, I don't live not there. a total, not a total pain, but you know, it's not like I can just pop down the street. Not right, a, right. not a total um, Glen pain. Exactly, not a total Glen pain. <laughs> uh, I've been slowly working my way into the improv scene up here, as well as adjusting my cats to being indoor cats because the wildlife here um, it gets a little closer to your yard. <laughs> uh, so. So their their um, lazy domestic selves don't need to be hanging out there with the coyotes and whatnot. Um, I'm trying to think. I don't. I don't think anything else has been released since last I was on here. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, and and the rest of my job, I can't talk about it. The government will kill me. So. Bum, bum, Shit. Bum. <laughs> Yeah, it's a little boring on my end, but it's mostly writing, and unfortunately, that's sort of a boring process, because it's like, yes, and then in, in uh, September, I sat down in front of my keyboard for another few hours. Woo! Yeah! Have you uh, visited any, like, conventions and stuff to promote, like, your past work or anything like that, or... Oh, for sure, for sure. And and just to, like, see some of the conventions. That's one thing. There's so much stuff happening up here. Like yeah, I've gotten to see so many bands and uh, and live shows, and there's always some kind of like pop up event happening that my friends who come to visit. And I've also been hosting a lot of friends because I'm trying to trick everyone that I love into moving up here with me. 
uh, I just think that that's going to be easier for me overall than making new friends. Oh, speaking, so, speaking of that, isn't a friend of yours moving up in your area for a little bit? In point of fact, he is. Um, famous, handsome nomad, Glenn Payne, my partner in art, is going to be spending a little bit of time up here. I think I think he's planning on staying through maybe February um, in the Chicagoland area while we make a go at it both together and separately because we have a few separate uh, improv ventures that we're kind of checking out. And then I guess he will be migrating back to Mississippi or L.A., depending on where this next project of his ends up filming. Nice. <laughs> All right, so let's transition to uh, pop culture talk. Yay. Uh, number, number one on the list, not in, like, ranking order, but just happened to be there, was uh, the trailer drop for Indiana Jones 5. Boo. Yay for me. But maybe... They they they're definitely using that de aging technique. If you noticed, so Indy uh, Harrison, yeah. Harrison Ford looked old. Then he looked fifties, eh, and then it was like thirties. Eh, What's going on? Is this a multi like year yeah. event going on? Like I, I mean, I'm gonna check it out because I very much enjoy Indiana Jones and all of its silliness, but um. Yeah, I, the, when I when I watched it, I, I I came away mostly thinking like, so what's the story here? Yeah, I mean, I'm glad we're kind of hiding it. The, yeah, I, and fair enough, fair enough. It's just that it, it it seems it seems like there's a pattern with the the old IPs where it's basically they're just like, let me just show you. Uh, some footage of your favorite character just to remind you that you love them. Yeah. And we're not going to tell you anything because we're probably still workshopping this with test audiences. Oh, probably. Yeah. I, I, I just hope I didn't mind the, the Shia LaBeouf one. I, I mm-hmm. wanted it to be better, but my problems with it wasn't the story or like the, like you said, the hallmarks of nostalgia. What I, sure. the, my problems with it is it went away from what made the first two. So the first three, so great is the practical stunts. It was CGI stunts, you know. On I set. I would agree with that. So I I I know Harrison Ford can't you know do a lot of the stunts and stuff, but it doesn't mean that he has to be the one doing those stunts. He can be playing his age, and whoever is with him, you know, can be you know will be the attaché stunt person. Like uh, Phoebe Waller-Bridge is uh, as he declared, "She's." my goddaughter, you know, that's what he said in the trailer or whatever. Maybe she could be doing all the stunts and stuff like that. Uh, practically, you know, and things like that. So, so I just hope they do that. I don't mind the de-aging stuff. It's gotten so much better and smoother now that I don't think it's going to be like, yeah, just jarring. Well, nowadays you can do that with like AI and stuff. So yeah. And it's supposed to take place in the sixties. So, uh, is it the 1960s? Yeah. What? The story. Yeah, I get it. But what, yeah. You think Indiana Jones 5 would be modern day at least? He would be like dead. He was like 30s. He was 30 years old in the 40s in the original ones. But Harrison Ford is old. Yeah, he's like 90. So why can't he do it? But he he couldn't be playing a dead person. That person would be like 
If he was born, so you're, yeah, saying his age, so you're saying his age in Indiana Jones is different than his age in real life. Correct. I mean, I'm sure nobody would remember that. He's Only still you would well, remember well, mainly, that. Mainly his timeline in Indiana Jones is different than his timeline in real life. Yeah. Oh, okay. See, she made more sense there. You didn't at all. Okay. Well, um, he, I guess he would be like in his <laughs> 60s to almost 70s okay. in the movies, but yeah. he's like 80, 80 something right now, I think. They would have to do less prosthetics on his face. <laughs> I'm just surprised he's able to walk. <laughs> Dude, I just think it's funny, though, because, okay, so I've never seen Indiana Jones, any of them. None of them? None of them. I just said that. So um, I think that he doesn't even remember doing Star Wars, right? He, he hates those movies. He, if people he's, ask him, he goes, what the fuck is that? He went through a period of doing that. Now he's okay with it especially since he got to go out the way he wanted to go out yeah it's just funny because people ask him questions you know do you think this he goes i don't know what the hell you're talking about <laughs> so I, I wonder if does he have the same mentality at with indiana jones he's actually that? very protective of it or does he likes indiana jones better like someone asked him about who would you want to... i think he's just cranky i don't think he hates star wars <laughs> he he was asked who he would want to replace him as Indiana Jones. There was that time period that people thought that Chris Pratt was going to be, you know, the new Indiana Jones of course. or like that. And he said, he, he looked at the person and he, and there's a video of him. He's just like, there will never be, I am Indiana Jones. There will be no one else who is Indiana Jones. Like he's very, he holds on. That's his character. I think but he said Han Solo. Yeah. They could take that. Yeah. Well, they did. I know. <laughs> I know. That's why it's so funny. Cause <laughs> I, I just love the interviews where they're talking to him about it and he goes, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> it's just somebody very into the fan fiction and shit like that, you know, the lore. And he goes, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> so, uh, have, be- have you ever heard of the, the documentary about the, like, these young kids that started doing, like, a shot-for-shot remake of Raiders of the Lost Ark? And it, like, it was a project that would span multiple years because they'd basically, like, film during their, like, vacations and breaks and things like that no i've never heard of it okay well i'm in that anyway uh uh, well now we want to go see it (laughs) yeah it's uh i mean i think it was on netflix for a while i really don't know where it's streaming now uh raiders the story of the greatest fan film ever made i think is like the full title of the documentary itself go find it it's a really interesting story not because i'm in it i'm barely in it but like, are you playing Marion Um, for some of the later scenes that someone didn't want to, they didn't they didn't want somebody doing some of the more dangerous stuff. So you stepped up. Um, yeah, I, I just kind of happened to know one of the filmmakers. I think maybe they had been a screener at a festival that I had been in some projects in, and we got connected that way. So anyway, it was like a casual friend of mine, and basically they were like, hey, you, you would fit the dress. Do you want to come do this? And I was like, yes, absolutely. That's badass. When else am I going to get to run from an exploding car? <laughs> uh, all right, so uh, the other thing we have is Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Trailer? Yeah, and the holiday special drop, too. Yeah, so first, the trailer, man. So that was like... When I saw it and I saw that we're going to see a little bit more of Rocket's uh, origin, Background, yeah. I was like, oh, my God. I got a little teary because I was like, bro, it's going to be so fucking good. It's probably going to be one of those that makes you just fucking cry because I, I love the whole I love the whole cast 
And I've been sticking with them since the first one. And I just love how they've been growing and everything. Yeah. And then watching the holiday special made me grow even more. I was like, oh, my God, dude, this is going to be so And the good. music that's attached. Yeah. I, I love James Gunn's including oh, the music, yeah. too. It's part of the story you yeah. know, anymore now. I love it. James Gunn is always doing great. So Now, Casey, I know you said that you haven't really been following the Guardians, but you don't really need to that much on the holiday special. Um, if you go uh-huh. check it out on Disney+. Plus. It is in the same vein as your 80s and 90s, like a TV series would do, like a holiday special. That's a one-off. Mm-hmm. It's 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 a heartwarming thing as much as a superhero so it's movie. Basically, could the do. Star Wars Christmas special is what I'm hearing. Well, but good. <laughs> life, life but day good. celebration. <laughs> no, it's but it's good. I mean, Kevin Bacon's in it. <laughs> a word. Kevin Bacon as Kevin Bacon. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's fun, I guess. I'm very curious to see how he fits into the lore. Well, because uh, from the first movie, I, I'll just give you a, a quick recap. Peter Quill was abducted in the 80s, and so right. Footloose and stuff was out. And he, every movie was all about Kevin Bacon saving something. So he regaled all of his comrades over the years that Kevin Bacon is like this great warrior who could defeat people with uh, with uh, dance and you know yeah. like doing things. And so they saw that he was being sad, and so some of the Guardians decided that they were going to go kidnap Kevin Bacon and bring him to a, uh, Chris Pratt's character as a Christmas gift. Oh, okay. Kidnapping. <laughs> that's, that's sweet. <laughs> yeah, and from their perspective, they thought they were being sweet. They didn't really you know, catch on that they were kidnapping somebody who didn't want to go. <laughs> I do think that, like, out of the characters left to kind of delve deeper into, Rocket is, like, the more obvious choice. Yeah. Yeah, because he was, like, it's like they, It's like they suddenly remembered they had a multiple Oscar nominee in their back pocket that they don't even have to, like... They only have to. Well, no, I guess he does the the mocap stuff too. No, he so doesn't he's do the, not just getting paid. He, he doesn't do the mocap stuff. Uh, the guy who plays Craglin, who's Sean, uh, is James Gunn's brother, Sean Gunn. He does the mm-hmm. mocap stuff for Rocket. He was gonna be okay. the Rocket's voice and everything, and then Disney stepped in and said, "Well, you're gonna play this character. We can go for Rocket. We can go out and get someone big." So Bradley Cooper only does the voice, just like Vin Diesel is, you know. Okay. Only. But it's funny because yeah. Groot is bigger now. Yeah. So he's like muscular. He's kind of jacked now. But, so now it actually sounds like Vin Diesel. <laughs> yeah. So it literally just sounds like Vin Diesel saying, I am Groot. I am Groot. Because <laughs> <laughs> now it just matches his body. It's funny as fuck. So uh, last but not least, uh, we're going to kind of merge these last couple of things. And we t- kind of t- t- touched base with this earlier about retreading old IP. So Wednesday from um, Wednesday Adams of the Adams Family uh, TV show and the movies from the 90s has her own show now on Netflix. And then Willow is coming back, a great adventure romp from the 80s. It's now got a TV show continuing on the story X amount of years later. That just dropped. Uh, does anyone have any f- strong feelings about like wanting to watch these or interested in the story at all? Or like, is it, uh, oh, more reconstituted nostalgia? <laughs> I mean, both can be true. Like I can, I can recognize something as repackaged, uh, nostalgic cash in, and still want to watch it. Uh, Willow, I'm definitely going to check out. I, I'm, I've, I read like 
books, some of the books when I was younger. The movie is one of the very first ones that I remember seeing in theaters. And fun fact, I had to be like taken out briefly and calmed down when they started uh, killing the dragon. Mm -hmm. uh, Spoiler, I suppose, with the two-headed dragon, because I really like dragons. And so that was a very upsetting scene for a tiny Casey. I was telling Honer that uh, the Willow movie was actually kind of like dark and intense for a George Lucas kind of thing back in the day. So like, Oh yeah. You can leave some kids kind of mostly scarred on some of the imagery on some of that stuff. Well, for sure. The part where the guys are like the, the part where the whole army is being turned into pigs or like just the the evil sorcerers just wants to kill a baby. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and even, even towards the end of the movie, and here's a fun story about this because I bought the movie years later on VHS and I had told my friends all about the scene towards the end. I'm like, there's a scene where two old ladies, excuse me, just beat the absolute shit out of each other. Like, it starts out with magic, and the magic starts getting more violent, and then, like, wands get knocked out of hands, and they're just wailing on each other. And I, like, the violence of that scene stuck with me as a kid, but then that scene didn't happen. And so I'm like, okay, do I have it confused with another movie? Am I making it up? But then, in the end, whenever they're, uh, you know, happily ever aftering, you see that the, um, oh gosh, now I can't think of the older sorceress's name, but like, she's got these claw marks across her face. And I was like, okay, yes, I remember that. Because like, they're both going for the wand, and the one lady like grabs her under the chin and just like rakes her nails across her face. And I was like, okay, so that did happen. I didn't make it up. Yeah, they just apparently cut it out because they decided it was too upsetting. Yeah, I remember that. You know, uh, st- stuff that, that they showed in the theater, but they were like, ah, maybe on you know VHS we need to you know smooth mm-hmm. this out a little bit. And <laughs> and then when mm-hmm. it was on to the the cable network shows and stuff, you know, they, they the edited version edited for time constraints is what you always saw right <laughs> on there. So they would cut out big parts that would. Wouldn't fly on TV, but you can go to a theater to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, I'm I'm gonna check it out because I think that Warwick Davis is a terrific actor. Um, obviously, there's plenty of places for the story to grow, both in terms of like content that they can pull from from the books, and you know, it's just a magic universe with endless directions to yeah. take. I'm so, a, I'm excited for Wednesday for because I like to it, more for my daughter um, and the newer generations who had no idea about this stuff. I feel like it's mm-hmm. there. It's not. It's nostalgia for me because I'm older, but I think it's introducing a new generation to like uh, a, a old family, you know, friend. Yeah. You know, like it, it's bringing them into saying, and then that might them go back and watch the brilliant performances of Raul Julia. Uh, and, and, and Angela Houston on, you know, the Adams Family and Adams Family's Value. And then yeah. even going back to the black and white Adams Family TV show, like, I, I, I like that that's bringing it up to date. I like it because... Isn't it wild that Raul Julia is no longer with us, but is that John Morticia? Aspen is still alive? Uh, no, that was uh, Gomez in the movies. Oh, it sounded like a chick name. <laughs> I thought you said a Raul. girl's name. Raul. Oh, Raul, Raul, Raul Julia. Julia. 
Oh, I heard Julia. <laughs> I guess I didn't hear the Raul. Okay. Dang, I like and that Christopher guy. Christopher Lloyd is Uncle Fester. Yeah. yeah. As, a, as, a, as an inspired casting choice. Um, I, so Wednesday, I'm I, I'm going to check it out at some point because like, I've seen the little gal that plays Wednesday and a lot of other things, and I think she's great. And I, I, I do want to see her headline something. Yeah, she's phenomenal. But, I love that. But like Wednesday being a little kid is sort of what makes her unique. Oh, I see what you're saying. You, like you, it's not odd, be like it's 10. not odd for a teenager to be observational, snarky and um intelligent. Well, you know, just having having sort of an adult level of wit. Mm-hmm. Like by the time you're a teen, you've 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 had time to develop at least a little bit of that. I'm not I'm not saying that teens are funny. Uh, apologies to all teen viewers. You're not, but you will be. You might be. You might be closer than some. But like a ten year old, you know that that's really something. That that level of like I, I don't know that acerbicness, if that's a word. Um. So having her be grown up, I think, takes away from that. That's a problem I have with the Adams Family musical as well. Excuse me. Apparently, this um. <laughs> Hydra makes you spit fire burping a lot. but um, Well, I mean, it shows that on the can, right? Are you going to grow two more heads? And... Indeed, yeah. I, I think that time I was uh, burping the, like, purple and yellow stuff. <laughs> so Anyway, like I said, I'm going to check it out. I mean, Catherine Zeta-Jones and Luis Guzman as Gomez and Morticia, that sounds like a great choice, too. But I'm just a little wary. Yeah. Netflix... They get real paint by numbers with things, especially if they're like, oh, this is easy. This is something that people already like. They get very cocky with a built in fan base. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, you know, I guess there's a possibility that somebody from Netflix is listening to this and I'm burning my future bridges with them. But, well, I mean, Tim Burton does pretty good, and uh, I actually watched all of Wednesday. And it's fantastic. Uh, the casting is great, Good. except for Morticia. I think she's probably my least favorite, only because oh, really? she seems a little too nice. I guess not. She doesn't seem mm. as mysterious as she was in the older movies. I, I'm halfway through. So less, less a casting choice and yeah. more of a writing choice. Yeah, I think so. I think it was a missed okay. opportunity to not have Christina Ricci reprise yeah. the role as and then become Morticia, mm-hmm. but. Um, oh, that would have been interesting. But I, I, I'm not against Catherine Zeta-Jones. I just feel like she is a little bit warm. Yeah, she doesn't seem cold, dead inside. She doesn't need to be. She's never been cold, but she's always been dry. Yeah, and she's very warm. aloof. Yeah, so yeah, you can actually tell she's kind of like I don't know. She's very loving. She acts different i don't know it's weird yeah Mm -hmm. but i'll say the casting for wednesday is awesome wednesday's best friend is also awesome she's lovable too and uh the school that they go to is is awesome i think it's just a it's basically a copy of uh sabrina but oh adam's uh, family knew the chilling adventure sabrina but adam's family yeah and so it's basically i didn't i didn't care much for chilling adventures but i would say this is better this is better i do like this a lot I love this one. This is yeah. one that I can go to sleep. I, I'll turn it on before bed, and I just we just watch it and pass out. I, love I it think so I'm much. becoming resentful of Netflix, like 
grabbing actresses that I really, really like. And they're like, we're putting them in a headlining role. And then it ends up not being very good sometimes. Yeah, no, nah, this one, this one, they definitely did. Okay. I feel like they give uh, Tim Burton a lot of free, uh, free reign. Yeah. I, I think they let him do his thing because obviously he's a legend. Okay. But yeah, so uh, I wonder. I wondered how much he was actually involved, or if it was just like name and aesthetic. I think he was. I think he had his hands on it like the whole time. It seems like it. It seems like another Tim uh, Tim Burton project, which is awesome. It just seems like it's just a cut up movie, basically. Okay. Yeah. Well, like I said, I mean, I'm definitely going to check it out, and I've heard great things, and. Like, literally my only reason not to watch it is that after this many years of people, like, digging up something that was a hit when I was about 10 or 11 years old, I'm like, okay, all right, what what else do we have? <laughs> yeah, what's next? Is, is, is there perchance any new ideas that we would <laughs> like to explore? Yeah, I get that. Um. But again, that's not me like knocking the Wednesday series. The Wednesday series just happened to come along when I was getting tired of it. I I have not seen it, so I can't comment on it good or bad other than to say that like I think Jenna Ortega is a very compelling young actress and I'm sure that she's great. I agree. And so with that, you know what else is compelling? Our final thoughts on this beer. So Bruce, how do you like it, dude? You love it or what, dude? Uh, I like I like it's a surprise every time I take a drink from it. It's it. I don't think it's even ever had the same taste any time I've taken any of it. It's like a different head is attacking me or like a different combination, maybe two different heads. So I'm getting a little bit more blackberry and uh, mango on one. Then it's maybe mango and passion fruit on the next time I take it. And then the, the rare occasion, it's just all cookie. Is the one time I don't like it. Are you when getting I, a cookie within every one, or just no, random? not always. A lot of times, yes. But, but I have had one where it just it was just the cookie spices. I'm like, oh, wait a second. Oh, so I'm gonna give it. Overall, I really liked it, though it's not great. It's very good. So I'm gonna give it a three point seven five. Yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Love the can art. I love Mortalis. Actually, I think I prefer this version of uh, Hydra than the mead that we had. Because the mead was very pineapple-y, which I couldn't get over. And this doesn't have any of the pineapple at all. So uh, so that's why uh, if we're going to compare the two. Right. Okay. Um, I would say a 3.25. Um, this one, like you said, everyone is a different flavor. Which, that's cool. It's a great experience. But when I'm drinking something, I want to taste the same thing every time. I don't want to experience something totally different. And then the graham cracker in it every time. The graham cracker is not good good for me. Because it's like fruity flavors mixed with a cookie. And I don't know. It reminds me of like a raisin cookie. And I don't like raisin cookies. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just getting all these random flavors with cookie. And I think without the cookie, it would have been a, a good one. Even though I don't like blackberry. But I would rather choose the blackberry over the cookie flavor. So 3.25. What about you, Casey? Um, out of five? Yes. My quarters. Um, you know what? I'm going to give it a five. Five-star banger! It's not perfect, but I cannot tell you immediately what I would change about it. So um, 
I'm going to give it points for boldly being itself, and I stuck around anyway. Yeah, they. Oh, wow. It's a lot going on, though. It is. There's a lot of stuff going in. And speaking of, I can't. I can't imagine. I can't imagine drinking this with something. You know, like what? What food would you eat with this with? Or a cookie? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. You almost have to have it by itself. Yeah, Yeah. I I see that. And uh, a place. But I like it. I'm. I'm. I'm on board. And uh, a place that we're all on board with is our first sponsor. Looking for a cool craft beer bar? Hop Station Craft Bar has over 30 rotating taps and hundreds of bottles and cans to enjoy. They also do can purchases for carryout. Not a fan of beer? Well, you're in luck because they have a unique cocktail menu as well. So come enjoy the arcade games, dart boards, and the pool table. Oh, did we forget to mention the food? Whether you want street tacos or delicious pizza, you can't go wrong. With the outdoor patio, it won't be hard for you to find the perfect spot to relax. So head down to Hop Station, the number one craft beer bar in Indiana. You'll find them on 318 Union Street, Mishawaka, Indiana. Hey, hey, got that vertigo. Hey, in the morning, hey, early in the morning, and I got that wood like a lumberjack. Hey, I got that lumberjack. Hey, you know what that is, cause I carry it on my back And I'm running to the woods to cop that wood And I'm gonna do what I can to make a amount of money Cause I got that vertigo, so you know I gotta go Anywhere I can go, eeny, meeny, miny, mo, pee-pi-po Hey, hey, got that vertigo, I can barely stand Vertigo Freestyle Trap Beat New Rap Hip Hop Instrumental Music 2020 Freeze Instrumental Ruje YouTube Welcome back Welcome back Everybody we are back and ready to drink a stout From who? Red Velvet Cake Pastry Stout from Untitled Art A Stout Imperial Double Pastry Double the Pastry Stout 11.7% ABV No listed IBUs there's been 1,400 check-ins for an average score of 4.16. Bro. Untitled Art is a regional brewery at Awanakee, Wisconsin. Bro. What's the initials for Wisconsin? W-I. That is correct. Woo, boys. The style guy says a pastry stout with cocoa nibs, coconut, beet juice for color, and artificial and natural flavors. It should taste rich, sweet, cake, velvety, and overly sweet. What does everyone think? Bro, honestly, this is one of the best pastry stouts I've ever had. Oh. <laughs> Dude, right. Oh, and the smell. Is, yeah. The smell hooked me. The, uh-huh. I, I took that smell. I'm like, this tastes like, you, you don't, it smells like red velvet You cake. don't smell motor oil. You know what I mean? No. Like It's just like, you smell the pleasantness of Christmas. Pine, I don't know. I was going to go off into like a Christmas miracle kind of <laughs> Christmas <laughs> miracle. Well, speaking of miracles... Casey, the miracle that you are, what do you think of this beer so far? Um, They were not kidding about the overly sweet. The the smell, I was so excited. And and, and I I took my swig and had to take a step back. That is very, very sweet. Mm -hmm. They got the pastry. 
yeah. pastry down right. Yeah. What kind of what kind of pastry do we think we're working with here, gang? Uh, um, I'm going to say baklava with just layers and layers and layers of sugar. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to say vanilla cake. It, it's it chocolate takes, cake. It takes <laughs> a minute. I, I do start to get the cocoa kind of on the back end. Yeah. Beet juice for um, coloring. They do that a lot, actually. Um, What is it? Uh, strawberry milk usually has beet juice in it. A lot of people mm-hmm. don't realize that. So if I go into the mirror and say beet juice three times, is <laughs> someone's going to hand you a <laughs> strawberry milk? Is Somebody beet... will bring bring you a tall, full glass of strawberry milk. Beet juice. Beet and it will juice. look visually appealing because it won't just look it's gonna, off-white. It's, it's going to look Jordan appealing. <laughs> oh, I just uh, got that. Uh, <laughs> that's a... Director and, humor. And, and that's an improv humor there, right? That's right. Hey, uh, so, yeah, stout is definitely the right word. But surprisingly delicious for me. Yeah, I agree. Because I was expecting... It's tasty. It's just assertive. Yeah, it's a lot. It's very demanding of what you're doing right now. Maybe that's why it's in a smaller size can than normal. Well, yeah. er, well, I was going to say, Untitled Art usually is, but they do have taller ones. Never mind. I digress. <laughs> Go ahead and hit it. One, two. <laughs> Die by review, die by review, that, that, die by review. One star, or two, three star, or four, maybe a couple of fives. Die by review, die by review, that, that, die by review. Die by reviews is where I read one through five star reviews for die bars I'll probably never visit. All right, let's do this thing. Today, we're digitally visiting Zoo Bar and Grill in Brookfield, Illinois. You ever been there, Casey? I haven't. Oh, shit. Well, we're about to find out if you want to go or not. Well, this is going to be a discovery for both of us. (laughs) All three of us. All right. Well, let's find out how it feels and if you're going to be safe going there. All right. Gregory Von Dare starts us off with the three star says... A funky local rundown bar, just right for getting sloppy drunk or cheating on a spouse. Not much in the way of class, but a big U-shaped bar and a sassy barmaid. <laughs> you just go there to cheat? <laughs> hey, everybody knows your name, uh, but they ain't no snitch. Is it? Hey, is it with the sassy barmaid, or hey. is it, it just let you know that I, like I think she that's just an option. <laughs> She's one of the like, options. It's option secret secret holder, all of the above. Yeah, if they if they I mean, snitch, you can't be. I'm 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 not currently looking to cheat, so maybe that one's not for me. But <laughs> yeah, you're not allowed to who go. Knows? Well, you can get sloppy drunk still. <laughs> I can sloppy drunk, but then what if somebody's like trying to cheat with me and I don't pick up on the social cues because <laughs> I'm too drunk? They just go around the U-shaped bar to the other side. <laughs> the, uh, the, the non-cheater side. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's when you flag down that sassy barman yeah, and, and, and with, then the, she tries, with the like secret signal and she shows up with her catchphrase and kicks them out. And I she guess. tries to hook up with you. Uh, <laughs> She's like, $5. <laughs> I was about to say, how, how good and how consistent is the discount? <laughs> All right. Skira, Skyra Kurus with a two-star says, that place sucks. The two brothers that run the place always look at thirsty. I wouldn't take my girl there. Other than that, the music is good, and so is the food. 
So he's only giving it a bad review because he's scared that his girl will cheat on him with the, <laughs> with the brothers. Yeah, I was about to say, well, he heard it was a popular spot to cheat. Yeah. So, uh, you know what? I would probably be not on the lookout for the owners, but I'd be on the lookout for Gregory Von Dare, the one that says it's okay to cheat. Right? <laughs> he's the, he's the guy. His profile picture. Let's, let's get a good look at this guy. Uh, he's just an older white guy. Okay. Well, yeah, they always are, aren't they? Yeah. They are. Um, <laughs> All right. Gil, All right. What else we got? Yeah, we got Gil Calazzo, three star says, Holindy Wall, you'll like the music if you grew up in the area. Freestyle, old hip hop, Chicago house music, etc. Crowd is sketchy though, so be cautious if you're not from around here. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So watch out. Well, all right. Watch out. Right. Jennifer Clancy with a one star Jagger says, that place was a BBC WR crowded and staff was very rude. BBC WR. <laughs> no, honestly, I think she was drunk when she did it. But I, whenever <laughs> when she said BBC, I'm thinking of the porn category. <laughs> no idea. But then what's WR? You don't know what uh, BBC yeah, is? I, I know I, the I first part. Oh, I was like, theater, <laughs> but so. what's the WR? Wait, Casey doesn't know the BBC? I mean, I can surmise it, but okay. my first thought was like Masterpiece Theater. Oh. <laughs> a bunch of British people? Yeah. Listen to yeah, old school hip hop. Like, BBC, what? Yeah, we'll just uh, let you guys figure that out on your on your own later on All for right. the crowd out there. You guys, BBC, well, go yeah, ahead and Google I mean, it. I, I know what it is. Yeah, I, know. If, I want to say for the you, audience. Hey, listeners, if you guys want me to uh, go check this place out. <laughs> And then tell the drunk with buds guys, and we'll do if, a poll. Uh, five, <laughs> yeah, if five people request that I go check this place out, and I don't know if I will test it for like it's it's cheating options, but <laughs> what about the thirsty trap of the brothers? <laughs> well, yeah, we'll, we'll, I will I will check for the uh, the horny owners and the sassy barmaid. Yeah, just watch out for Gregory. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna look up his review so that I have an idea. Like, of what are you I'm Gregory for. Von Dare? <laughs> Von Don't. Ooh. All right. So Allie with a five star banger says, came from the zoo and went here for just a bite to eat before going home. The bartender lady was very kind and accommodating to us, even though she seemed to be the only one working. We ordered fries, traditional wings, and the chicken bites. All came out in a timely manner, and it was delicious. You could tell she was she knew how to fry. Not one thing was super greasy, and traditional wings are some of the best I've had in a while. All right, so only one person was working that only took the order, <laughs> went back there and made the order, and brought it back to her. That sounds like uh, my dive bar that I go to, Buds. They, the guy just Apparently, you there. need to go when the sassy barmaid is working and not when the owners are there. Yeah, because the sassy barmaid is going to cook you up some good-ass food. Yeah, and be kind and accommodating. <laughs> Gabriel Anthony with a one star says horrible music. DJ was just stuck playing freestyle music. He was not reading the room. He was just playing what he liked. Besides that, Zubar has a great clientele and food. I would at least give it two stars. If you liked the place, wait, wait, the DJ. so he gave it a one star on because the of the DJ. Of the DJ that doesn't even play there regularly. <laughs> yeah, that's so shitty. I'm sorry. What's his name again? Uh, Gabriel Anthony. He's got two Gabriel, first names. Gabriel. Anthony. Delete that review. 
Come back That's and not try helpful it again. to anyone. Yeah. You didn't even tell us the name of the DJ. We can't even avoid him. Yeah, if the DJ's up there, like, they're like, oh, we got to go home. Yeah, like, like just avoid it on the night that he's there. Why couldn't you, like, find this guy's professional page and, and leave him a bad review? Yeah, be like, he sucked at Zubar. Yeah. Anyway, I think it's funny. Uh, whatever. Like, uh, I could see myself if I was a DJ, I'd play like freestyle music and I would be the freestyling one to it. <laughs> then people be like, this shit sucks. <laughs> and I'd be like, hey, they're paying for me. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. yeah well, yeah. The whole like he just played what he wants. Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, I assume he played things that he mixed. Yeah, probably. But but yes, that's what a DJ can do. Yeah. Unfortunately. And um, I don't know if this is like, I don't know. Chicago, I feel like they like a lot of freestyle beats and hip hop music and shit like that. So maybe he was playing it for that crowd and not Gabriel. Yeah. 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 Gabriel. Fuck off, Gabriel. <laughs> no, I'm not going to say that. I did it. Gabriel, I said it for me. <laughs> it's your life, but I would suggest <laughs> maybe giving the zoo bar another opportunity. And I've never even been there. <laughs> right. I'm just saying <laughs> You shouldn't write one-star reviews of an establishment based on the act that they booked to play. I agree with that. He can also fuck off still. <laughs> All right, so Dana Anna ends us off with a five-star. Say Banger Anna. saying, I'm giving five out of five stars to the bar owner of this bar. He is extremely thoughtful and nice. He actually cares about the people who drink at this place. My friend was extremely drunk, and he took in his hands to call people on his phone to make sure he gets a ride home. I don't know what bar owner would do that. Thank you for being such a great bar owner. Smiley face. Maybe that was a move on you, girl, since the bar the owners are fucking smooth <laughs> the as hell. <laughs> yeah, they're smooth as hell. They're straps. They try to get your friend out of the way so they can. Well, but I'm also wondering, why are you not taking care of your friend? Yeah. You could have called the fucking Uber. <laughs> I mean, wild. you know, yeah, maybe the a... friend, maybe maybe the friend's not listening. I I suppose I've had those friends that like become selectively deaf to you, but um, <laughs> it's oh. very interesting that people seem to re- be reviewing almost everything except the bar. <laughs> yeah, they're like the owners are great. I love it, and then everything else. Like people have okay. I will say people did say the food is good. The workers yeah. are great. But then it's always about the DJ. It's always about the music. And then whatever that BBC comment was about. And then <laughs> crowded. I also saw that a lot. And But uh, otherwise, I saw uh, owners are great, friendly. They don't they don't uh, let people rough, around, rough house and the troublemakers, they get kicked out. Just like a dive bar. You know, people usually start fights, they get kicked the fuck out. Yeah. So otherwise, it did sound good. Also, it, it looks like a tiny ass castle, which is cool as fuck. <laughs> and it it sounds like it's really close to the zoo too. So yeah. so it's probably why it's extra busy because all those parents you right. know, like yeah, they get the a kids lot of, in the car. Like, now it's traffic. time for us to have fun. Yeah, Allie, Allie <laughs> yeah. with the five star banger was one of those that came from the zoo. Yes. So there you have it. If you're ever in Brookfield, Illinois, then stop on by Zoo Bar and Grill. It looks like a tiny ass castle and cheap drinks. Cheat on your spouse and enjoy the old school hip hop DJ freestyles. Go visit or don't. You know that won't affect my life in the slightest. All right, back to me, owner. All right, so I love this drink so far. I mean, I like it. You know what I'm saying? Like, more than I would a stout. So that's cool. And I would say because I did actually go to Niles Brewing Company, shouts out, 
I went there and he had Neapolitan stout. He had a Wonderland cinnamon pecan stout, which is fire. And then there was another one. It was the root beer float stout. That one was all right. But then he had a IPA that I actually enjoyed. But his stouts are at fire right now because it's winter's time. So he has a lot of stouts on there. What score did you give this stout? So this stout, dude, honestly, let me get one more sip. So go to someone else real quick. Casey, what did you think about this beer? I, I think it may be too much for me. Okay. In, in the end, like all the flavors are so strong. And what score would you give it from zero to five by quarters? Um, I'll give it about a, a 3.25. Okay. Here's a question for you guys. All right. Uh, because, because I'm, I'm more of an herbal person. It's legal where I am, but, um, my, my husband drinks a lot of beers. Would y'all like me to like pour him a little off and give you like a rating of someone who actually has a better palate for this. Sure. sure but we works. like palettes of all shapes and sizes. Yeah, sure. I, I'm going to give it like a 3.25, but I will also say that like, if you like really strong flavors, um, you would love this. Yeah. I'll, I'll say, uh, yeah, during the break, go ahead and let him try it or whatever. And if you, <laughs> he's there to test it out yeah we'll definitely take that also yeah i mean uh i i thoroughly liked it the smell hooked me the taste oh the smell's amazing the 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 The, taste was good it was strong uh things i do like about it that i was surprised that honer's reaction of liking it is that the cocoa nibs seem to be on the dark the dark chocolate side and i know honer doesn't like dark chocolate but I think it mixes well with that beet juice here. And it's a good, and then the, the extra sweetness is like a war of the extra sweet and then the bitter of that chocolate. So yeah. like, I, I, I feel like it's dancing on my tongue. I really like it. Um, I'm not a huge stout guy. I'm going to give it a 3.75. I, I think it's on the edge of great. All right. I think I'm ready to give it a score. Okay. So I would say, Maybe it is the beet juice that's actually covering the dark chocolate. I didn't even think about that. But it is making it a little bit more uh, tolerable. Uh, I am tasting a little bit of the dark chocolate, but it's not ruining anything for me. But overall, I'm going to say a 4.25. Woo! I like it a lot. I think I agree with Casey with how sweet it is. It's a little too much (laughs) at times, so it is definitely a sipper. But I feel like... flavors are all very competitive against each other. But I also they're all I, rushing to the front. But I think, <laughs> I think that uh, stouts are usually slow sippers anyway. Yeah. But this is yeah compared to most stouts that I've had, this is a little bit more crushable. Oh, okay. It's yeah. a it's a nice it's mix the, of crushable and sipper. It's it, like in the middle. It's on the edge of a porter. Like oh. I could taste it. No, I'm not talking about porter. But I mean. Porter's a little oh, bit faster yeah, to yeah. drink. Than I feel like a this stout. is yeah, this is a little bit smoother and easier to drink than a regular stout. Like if you put like a motor oil right in front of me right now, stout, yeah. I would not be I'd be like probably still at the top. But this I, one I'm actually halfway. I feel like this is a great timing on this beer too. I feel yeah. like this is very Christmassy. Mm-hmm. Um without being yes. overly Christmassy. Like yeah. it's not using the spices and stuff that invoke. It just feels like something that you would have. No, on it's Christmas. just like, oh, it's the holidays. Yeah. I can in something a little chocolatey and yeah. yeah which probably explains why i was trying to go christmasy earlier mm. yeah 
All right, so our next sponsor is uh, coming right up. Let's listen to what they have to say. Indiana Whiskey Company, located at 1115 West Sample Street, South Bend, Indiana. Open from Monday through Saturday, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. It's a sampling room, but you can also purchase whiskey, bourbon, flavored whiskeys like chocolate and maple, which we have tried on a past episode. So, go give Indiana Whiskey Company a visit in South Bend, Indiana, or you can find them at your local liquor store. And if they don't have it, then ask them to carry it. Sign up for a tour at inwhiskey.com. Hey, hold up. This a fucking hold up. Lift your top up. Hold up. Let me see them titties. Hey, hey. Look at that Milky Way. Hey, look like a candy bar. Know what I say. Gonna rob that little bank over there because it's a piggy. And I'm doing whatever I can to miss piggy. Doing what I can, but Kermit's out of the way. because I'm doing what I do, man, because I'm kind of wavy right now. And everything I see is kind of a little fucking hazy. Man, I'm a little high, man. I'm a little low. I don't know, man. Just I'm just trying to go. So I'm just going to do what I can to do what I do when I did. I don't know. Yeah. 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 Oh, drinking this pastry style. That's what I'm about. But I do what I do when I can when I do it. Shit. It's a hold up. Let me see them titties. Free beats. No copyright. Hold up. Free time. Beat 2022. Trap beat. Wavy beats. Beats provider on YouTube. Welcome back, everybody, to Drunk with Buds. I am here with Casey and Bruce. Um, That's me. I'm Bruce. <laughs> I'm Casey. <laughs> How's everybody doing? How are we all feeling now? Pretty toasty. Feeling all right. Well, good. We're about to feel even better because this next one is Tropical Milkshake from Weld Works Brewing Company. It's a double IPA. I love those. And it's a smoothie IPA also. 7.7% uh, ABV, not available IBU. Um, one of my friends checked it in. They give it a zero and 3,300 3, people checked in. So 4.18 out of five average and Weld works is from Greeley, Colorado style guide says double IPA brewed with mango, pineapple, passion fruit, guava, vanilla, milk, sugar, and citra, raku, lemon drop, and saber hops, fruity, tropical, creamy, juicy, sweet. And we got it from Citywide Liquor. Also, we got the last beer from Citywide Liquors also. So, shouts out, local. Local Ooh. there, right there. And I was trying to see if your uh, little check-in was in, Bruce, because he's the friend that drank this beer already. Well, he, I'm not. If you go to the friend, it's I not me. I saw. I didn't see it, though. I didn't check it in, but I did pre-sample this by accident. One of my friends named Trash did. Yeah, our, our friend, because he's on my friend list, too. Uh, it's not a competition, bitch. Oh, okay. I'm just saying it's the same. Okay. So how's it taste, man? I haven't tried it yet. Does it taste uh, like it you remember? It smells good. <laughs> it smells tropical. But you're going to, as you, as I remember, you're going to have tropical flavors and then a little bit of a leaf at the end. Uh, Slight leaf. But I do taste the lemon, the lemon drop hops. That's awesome, though, that they have those. Did not know that was a thing because that's exactly what I taste. A lemon drop. I actually prefer this one more than the one I had before. Did you have it in a glass last time? No, actually, I had it out of the can. So if you have it in the glass, it actually opens up the hops and lets them breathe <laughs> a little bit. And so then you actually get what they want. What you have to you get. done of Honer? Because Honer <laughs> is not an expert <laughs> on IPAs. <laughs> is Big Chief here? Because that's what it sounds like. Uh, I told you I've been to IPAs lately. 
I guess so. Casey, what do you think of your first thoughts of this tropical milkshake double IBA? IBA. Um, it's it's very mellow. It, it's it's not immediately very IPA ish to me, which for me is a good thing. I Same tend here. not to like an IPA, but um, this one it's very. I don't know. Maybe it's like all of these sweet fruits, but it's very softened somehow. It is really it's very good. soft. I, I will agree that the, the, it's like the hops are on a bed of these flavors mm-hmm. and they're covering the hops very nicely, very gently, calmly. It's at home. It's comfortable. It's being laid to rest and we don't taste that. And that's what we love about this drink. It, this is like night and day. To the one I had a couple weeks ago with my brother-in-law, I unbeknownstly uh, bought he bought a pack when he went to the citywide with me, and I didn't know it was the same one that I sent to you, Casey. And we were sampling oh. it, and then uh, and I did not like it. I really did it. To me, it was like the fruit f- flew away too fast, and then there was this really hoppy, grassy, almost like herbal flavor on the back end that just kept growing and growing there's definitely something herbal there but this one is so much mellower than that one and yes i was drinking out of a can and that could be it like you said maybe it didn't open up it didn't dissipate what's going on like you have to give it a little second to like open up so this one's like night and day different yeah so i'm i'm thoroughly glad that I actually am now going to drink this because I was just going to drink a couple of sips and just give my review from the last one. But now I, I can't do that. I yeah. have to. So it's kind of like you're drinking it for the first time. Oh, yeah, in a way. Yeah, which is nice. Um, I agree. I think IPAs, they're hit or miss, man. So lately, like I said, it's IPA season for me. And last year it was not. I don't know why. I just It's colder out. I'm liking a little bit more hoppy, a little bit more malty. And when I went to Blockhead in Valpo, I was talking to the guy that, was working and he was like i was talking to him about how i like double ipas better and he goes yeah i agree because it has more malt forward than the hops and i was like that's the perfect explanation because i could not under i could not for the life of me explain why i like double ipas it's a nice balance of them both yeah so you get a little bit more you get a little malty a little hoppy but regular ipas you get all hops so this is actually this is actually doing way better than any other double IPA of you I've drank because the flavors are really freaking fantastic. Yeah, they're complimentary. Well. Yeah, they're very great together. And the fact that it is a is this a milkshake IPA? Yes, it is. I've been into those too lately. So this is awesome. Now I know what's you guys have been very complimentary lately, but it's time for Bruce Trivia where oh, you're no. sworn enemies. Do I need a buzzer? Yes, you do. Okay. It's time for Bruce Trivia. I kind of sounded like Jonas Brothers at the end of there. No, you didn't. The Nonus Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> I'd high five you if I could. Oh. Uh, we have two contestants today. We have Honair. Hello. And we have Casey. Hello. Casey, uh, I don't think you have a buzzer ready, so you're going to have to make some audible noise that alerts me to the f- fact that you are buzzing in. We are playing the okay. feud, so it won't be too often. It'll just be on the head-to-head part. So I'm sure you know how to play the feud. Probably. If not, I bet I can 
pick it up real quickly. Well, yeah, it's the Family Feud. It's you know, fa- the, the, Family Feud-ish. I kind of understand that game. Yeah, it's pretty easy. We we don't have to go over the instructions. We'll just see yeah. where it lies. Let's All right. Go. So they're gonna ask, they've asked a hundred adults these questions. Uh, round okay. one has a, a crap ton. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine answers. Nine to get. So get your hands on your buzzers or and or your voice of whatever you're gonna do. Whoa, what was that? That might be the buzzer. I don't like know. It sounds like someone dropped some change. <laughs> that was that was me trying something out. We'll see. <laughs> Name something you might find at the North Pole. <laughs> well, Honer was really quick on that buzzer there. Honer, what do you think? Snow. Uh snow is the number one answer. <laughs> So, Honer, do you wish to play or pass? Yeah, I'm going to pass that one. Ooh. No, that's all right. Ooh, I, I don't tough know. strategy here. Okay. If you clear the board, Casey, you win the round. There are eight more answers. You don't have to buzz in anymore. Just give me answers. You get three strikes. Uh, polar bears. Um. <laughs> that's one strike. Ice. That is on the list. And uh, Aurora Borealis. Ooh. Two strikes. Reindeer. That is on the list. All right. Um, elves. She's clearing that board quickly now. Um, and we're going to go Santa's workshop. <laughs> Again, on fire. Um... Santa Claus? Ew, can she be stopped? She probably can. She's great at self-sabotage. <laughs> um, you know, we're going to say Mrs. Claus because maybe the whole family is there. Whoop, that's another correct <laughs> answer. The whole family. You got, just uh, so you know, there's uh, two answers remaining, and they're the bottom two. Okay. Um, candy canes. That is three oh, no. strikes. You can still win. Honer has to get one of the two answers right. If he doesn't, you win round one. Let's uh, get what she said. Snow, elves, Santa Claus, Santa's toy shop, reindeer, ice, Mrs. Claus. <laughs> oh, shit. Honestly, I thought it was going to be like not realistic. I thought it was realistic. So when you said North Pole, I was yeah, like, uh, what's there? <laughs> I was like, what the hell is there? Okay. Um, gifts. I'm going to have to give you the Bruce stretch. Yeah. Toys. Oh. Toys. So that was on the list. The other one is igloos. Because <laughs> I guess Eskimos live there. <laughs> okay, first off, I Inuit, thought, so the Inuit live there. Again, these were adults, right? Uh, ice climbers. We pulling adults. So pulling I thought adults. I was not going to get it because of the toy shop. So I thought it was very obvious that toys were there already. Oh, but you got it. I know. Hell yeah. I'm glad. All right, Casey. Round two is worth double. This is your chance to take the lead and win the whole thing. Son of a bitch. Thank goodness. <laughs> All right. 100 people name a Christmas story that parents read their children. Huh. Buzz in. It's so fast. No one's buzzing. Eh. Oh, sorry. Casey. It was the night before Christmas. That is correct, and that's the number one answer. 
So, okay. Casey, there is one, two, three, four, five, six more answers. Do you wish to play or pass? If you play and you get them all right, you win. But you also eliminate answers, making it less answers available to Honer to win. Sure. He's, um, yeah, he's basically I'm telling g- you to keep going. You should play. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep going for a minute. Um, Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. Number three. I forget these are books because I always think of those shows. You know what I mean? Yeah, or songs. Yeah. Um, the Little Match Girl. One strike. Alas. Um, I'm trying to think of what all Christmas stories there are. I mean, like the first nativity, does that count? Is that a Christmas story? I don't even know that. The birth of Jesus, the the nativity is number two on the list. I was like, I don't know that one. I I love that it's after it was the night before Christmas. Um, (laughs) All right. So wait, are parents not traumatizing their kids with the little match girl anymore? I guess not. circle back. Um, go the Christmas fuck to sleep. <laughs> Great book. The gift of the magi. That is two strikes. You have one more to go. All right. I mean, there is a Christmas story, but I think it is more a movie than something that parents read to kids. But I'm just going to say Christmas story to keep the ball rolling. That is three All strikes. Right. I'm sorry, Casey Honer. You have lots of uh, Christmas Carol. That is correct for the win. Yay! A clean sweep. We also had the Nutcracker, Frosty the Snowman, and How the Grinch Stole Christmas. All classics. The Nutcracker is a story that people's parents read them. I guess. Like I feel like if that's you're just born a, in the Victorian age. Like I said, I only think of these as like plays or movies. I don't even I didn't even yeah. know they were books. I, I yeah, Frosty's a book. I've seen that. Christmas Carol, like you did Dickens, you know. Well, I'm I surprised that, that wasn't yeah. come up. Yeah. And Grinch, Dr. Seuss. Yeah, I know. I uh speaking of Spirited, have you seen that? Nope. On Apple TV. I don't have Apple TV. It's yeah. basically a Christmas Carol musical. Ah, chill out, Casey. So, thank you, everybody. I won. I beat Casey. I don't know if I beat them last time. I have no idea. I can't recollect that long. But if that was I number, think you did actually. Well, it's good that I can. Well, still it beat wasn't you guys just Casey. Time. She's not sheltering the whole loss last time. <laughs> Glenn was also on her team. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, I want to say that was a good run. Uh, did not know it was gonna be Christmas themed until he started saying shit. But uh, yeah, that was fun. Thank you for that. Wait. You are now the king of Christmas. I'm the king of Christmas, man. I'm the anti-Scrooge. Krampus? Is he the king of Christmas? No. <laughs> he gets all the naughty kids. Oh, shot. I mean, we don't know what he does with them. He might eat them. I think they do. I think the old story is as he does, is he yeah, does he eat does. them. He eats the bad kids. It's, it's, it's to scare them into being good kids. But also, uh, I saw Violent Light with, uh, what's this, Hopper from Stranger Things. David Violent, Harbour. Violent, gory, pretty cool, lasted way too long. Funny, had the girl from Righteous Gemstones, the sister. Okay. It was all right. Oh, man, she's it, so good. I know, I love her so much, too. But the movie was Judy all right. Patterson or Peterson. But the second half of the movie, it finally got violent, and it started getting there. And there's some Home Alone kills, too. It's just so fucking great. That's awesome. Ooh. But, yeah, great movie nice. to see with your family. So, yeah, it uh, sounds like a, a fun grab-the-kids, like gather-around you know what else is a great fun grab the kids gather around is this beer yeah pass that beer under <laughs> the kids that make yeah, them, the kids them fall this. asleep pretty quick how do you guys feel about this beer tropical easy to drink not at all hoppy like i used to have i'm gonna give this baby just on today's alone 
Taste testing a four. It is divine. It's a good one. I I might I don't agree with you all the way. I think there's something in it that's making me not like it. I think the lemon drops are starting to become their own enemy with the hops because the hop flavor is starting to taste floral with the lemon drops. And so it kind of tastes minty with the lemon drops on it and it's starting to overbear too much, but every other thing in it is great. So it is still drinkable, but I don't like the aftertaste, the finish of it, which is the lemon drop hop flavor. So with that, I'm going to give it a 3.75. Woo. I'm here. Set 3.75. All right. <laughs> How about you, Casey? Um, I'm probably going to give it about a 3.75 as well. It's it's being graded on my special like IPA scale, but um, oddly enough, the fact that it tastes less like an IPA makes me like it more. I think the the flavors are all pretty complementary. I will say it doesn't taste very seasonal to me. Yeah. This this seems like a springtime beer. Get you ready for uh summer, like bring you uh Yeah, like you 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 do you the you mow the lawn for the first time after the snow melts and then you have this sort of thing. I I get that. I get that. So next up is uh top 15 cities shout out. Here we go. Stopping Indiana, Denver, Colorado, Chicago, Illinois, Columbia City, Indiana, Granger, Indiana, St. Leonard's on the Seas, East Sussex, England, Carlsbad, California, Wilmington, North Carolina, Troy, Ohio, Oceanville, New Jersey, Melbourne, Victoria, Australia, Frankfurt on Main Hess, Germany, Clemens, North Carolina, Ooh. Caledonia, Michigan, Livingston, West Lothian, uh, Australia, I can't spit it out. <laughs> Lynn, Massachusetts, Warsaw, Indiana, Wyoming, Michigan. That's a weird combination. Knox, Indiana, Bayonne, New Jersey, Lancaster, South Carolina, Plymouth, Indiana, Wayland, Michigan, Marshall, Indiana, Stone Park, Illinois, Bluffton, South Carolina, New York, New York, Zionsville, Indiana, Mishawaka, Indiana, Lynnhurst, New York, Bremen, Indiana, Claypool, Indiana, Indianapolis, Indiana, Syracuse, Indiana, Onaway, Michigan, Detroit, Michigan, Valparaiso, Indiana, Sarasota, Florida, and finally, Pequa. Ohio. Ohio. It's last call. Last call, babies. The bartender or that are thirst traps from the zoo are asking or us. Or the sassy barmaid. Are asking <laughs> us, what beer do you want to end your night with? It doesn't have to be your favorite. It's the one that you think will end your night the best. Honer, what do you think? Yeah, so out of all the beers that we had today, if... I would have to go on a hard note. It's going to have to be the pastry. The pastry stout? The red velvet cake? I think that one be a good slow starter, slow burn at the end of the night. All right, Casey, what do you think? What's the one that you think will end your night the best? Uh, Cancel the Uber because I'm going to tackle the Hydra and ride it home. Hey-oh! When she gets outside, she might be spitting out some stuff, too. Who knows knows what color it's going to come out. Um, (laughs) You know, it's it's busy. It's uh, it's ambitious. It says there's more to this night yet, so... (laughs) I like it. I'm oh, gonna nice. I'm gonna jump on the heavy train too. I'm gonna take that red velvet cake, sip that baby, and make them like say, "You gotta finish it." And I'm like, "No, I'm not gonna finish it fast. I'm gonna savor this shit." Yeah, this is like it's a good ending beer where you slow slowly sip it while everybody else is trying to chug their beers, but it's like you gotta wait for me because 
I'm going to take the sleigh home. And then what was your favorite beer? Um, just curious, Casey, was it still the Hydra? Is that you ending your night? Yeah. And you're like, that's your favorite. Oh yeah. It, it was, it was interesting. I liked that one. It was a fun ride. Yeah. My favorite might have to still be the stout. Cause this last one towards the end, the aftertaste is not playing well. Uh, my favorite was the Hydra. Um, though the stout was very close. Uh, so it's time for social media and final promotions. Casey, what's you hit us up first. What do you want to promote? What do you want to tell us? Social Future media projects. Wise? What's going on? Um, projects. You will have to follow me on social media to Hell stay yeah. up to date on those. So I am on Twitter at citizen underscore case as in C-A-S-E-Y. And I am on Instagram at just citizen case with no underscore and if you look that up and it doesn't look like me, then assume that I got him backwards and just take the underscore out. <laughs> I'm Beer Bennett, Bruce on Twitter, Bruce the Beer Bennett, and everything else, including Untapped. The show is on Untapped as well, Drunk with Buds. We have a website, drunkwithbuds.weebly.com. We have a Teespring account where you can get our merch. And we have lots of T-shirts and women's wear and even baby onesies and stuff too. So... Check it out. Buy some merch. All prices are set to where we make pennies. We just want you guys and ladies wearing our stuff. Uh, we're not trying to make any money off you on that kind of stuff. Yeah, and if you do get it, uh, take pictures, let us know so we can promote it and share it on social medias. And speaking of social medias, our king of social media, Honer, what do you got? I am Honer Creations on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. I make dumbass videos for dumbass people like me. I'm also the social media guy on Joker Buds podcast. So if you're... Talking to us, you're talking to me. All right, so it's time to play us out. All right, so we got Free Tiger X Offset Type Beat Juicy Club Banger by Fineco on YouTube. Thank you, Casey, for joining us. You're one of our faves. Our favorite meatloaf. Hey, thanks so much for having me again, and thanks for the uh, beer selection. No problem. Hey, this shit you say i love it know what i say cause i'm gonna have a hey day gonna give you a haymaker gonna punch you in the face gonna do what i can do it do what i can cause i do what i can and i'm drinking a juicy ipa so it's making me kind of juicy if you know what i'm saying i'm getting a little hazy but everything that i'm saying is making come kind of <laughs> some kind of sense but it doesn't make me sense if that makes any sense so i'm doing what i can just to make it through the day like final destination man i might make it to die stay sexy hey stay sexy stay sexy